What's going on, everyone? Good morning to you all. This is Dan Old School Green with another edition of Quick Takes brought to you by the Heat Ratio Sports Network. Check us out on YouTube. Subscribe. Listen, I was supposed to be on Heat Ratio Live last night, but something crazy happened 10 minutes before the show. I don't want to get into it, but I wanted to cover my topic, which was a really cool quick take. And as you can see by the title above my head, it is the 80s, the greatest sports era ever. Now, I'll explain why. Now, being that I'm in my early to mid-50s, I span the 70s, 80s to present. So I can, I can really put my stamp on every era. Um, for me, I'll explain right now why the 80s was indeed the best era. Let's start with the NBA. In the NBA, you had those amazing classic battles between the Celtics, Lakers, and Sixers. Those were the teams of the 80s. Ultimately, the Celtics and Lakers had epic championship um, games um, year after year. Sixers were mixed in there a few times with the Lakers. Just It was those three teams. Um, you had legends like Magic, Kareem, Dr. J, Larry Bird, Kevin McHale, et cetera, et cetera. Many of them in their prime. I mean, we talk about them in the lore of sports, but I got to see them. Um, and then in 84, you had that amazing Jordan, Barkley, Elijah on Ewing, Malone, Stockton draft. And then Reggie Miller comes later. Um, it's just absolutely an amazing era for legendary basketball names. Michael Jordan alone. Um, and basketball was played the right way in those days. Um, the ball started in the paint, worked its way outside to the perimeter. The three-point shot was utilized, but it wasn't the only form of offense the way it is now. If you watched uh, the Sixers-Lakers championship game in 83, the Sixers had like a 16-point lead most of the fourth quarter, and the Lakers didn't take any three-point shots. It just wasn't put into um, the offensive systems until the mid to late 80s, especially when Reggie Miller came along. So for me, the basketball was played the right way. Um, let's transition to the NHL, the apex of the NHL. Gretzky was in his glory. Lemieux came in in the mid-'80s, and the league just lit up with stats. I mean, every um, top-notch player rolled out of bed and had 150 points. Gretzky, I did a feature on him a few months ago. He had 200 points multiple times. He just... He was just a scoring machine, as was Lemieux. Um, Lemieux's highest point total was 199 points. Today, if someone gets 100 points, you're like, wow. If they score 50 goals, you're like, wow. It's only two or three a year. In the 80s, it was like 10 players. It was ridiculous. And the Flyers, you know, we are a provincial city here. Um, the Flyers made three cups in the 80s, 80, 85, 87. They came up short, but at least it was exciting hockey, unlike day transition now to the nfl the nfl had that phenomenal quarterback class of 82 with elway marino kelly blackledge eason and o'brien now eason and blackledge were bust the other three were very solid two of which were legendary hall of famers in elway and marino you had the great 49ers dynasty with the three super bowls the redskins won two super bowls in the 80s um just great dynasty type teams you had those amazing Chicago Bear defenses. You had the amazing Giants defenses. Each one of those teams won Super Bowls. Um, you had legendary names. We talked about the basketball names. You had legendary names like Ronnie Lott, 
Jerry Rice, Mike Singletary, Richard Dent, Lawrence Taylor, Walter Payton, Marcus Allen, Anthony Munoz, Art Monk, and countless other legends I could name. Um, Reggie White and Buddy Ryan were um, with the Eagles starting. Buddy Ryan came over after the 85 Bears, so we co started coaching in 86. So you had, you had Buddy Ryan and the, the great gangrene defense with, again, Reggie White and company, Seth Joyner, Clyde Simmons. It was just an amazing era for Philadelphia sports football as well as NFL football. And honestly, let's talk about the USFL a little bit. Um, that was an, an amazing um, attempt to start up a league to challenge the NFL. And it was excellent football. And again, maybe for selfish reasons, the Philadelphia Stars, which then became the Baltimore Stars in its last year, got to the championship game every year and won it twice. And the USFL had names like Herschel Walker, Flutie, you had Steve Young, you had Anthony Carter, you had Reggie White, Calvin Bryant, Mike Rogier, and Sam Mills, and countless others who would make their mark in the NFL, many of which became Hall of Famers. The USFL was no joke, and I contend those Stars teams would have beaten many NFL teams. Now, the MLB, let's talk about Major League Baseball. This is the one league that I will say was not the greatest era for baseball. For me, the greatest era for baseball was the mid to late 70s. But we still had um, a Phillies team that won in 1980, and they got to the World Series in 83. Um, the famous Wees kids, where they had some older Reds players that joined the Phillies. They had Pete Rose, obviously, earlier than they had Tony Perez and Joe Morgan. They were called the Wees kids. 83 was an exciting year. Um, Mike Schmidt won three MVPs in the 80s. Um, there was league-wide balance. There wasn't any dynasty-type team in the 80s until the late 80s when the Bash Brothers and the Oakland A's got started. But the 80s, for me, was not the greatest era for baseball. But sports in general was tremendous. And I'm going to jump to a sport that no one ever talks about on Heat Ratio. Boxing. Boxing is a lost sport. It's now MMA. But in the 80s, boxing was legendary. Sugar Ray Leonard took the torch from Muhammad Ali in the 70s and 60s, and Sugar Ray was boxing. You had the Sugar Ray Duran fight, Sugar Ray Hagler, Sugar Ray Thomas Hearns, Thomas Hearns Hagler, Duran Hagler. They all fought each other. Legendary lightweights, welterweights that all constantly shifted their weight class. You had other great names like Larry Holmes, the Spinks brothers, Aaron Pryor, Alex Arguello, Hector Macho Camacho, Ray Boom Boom Mancini. The 80s were Full of great boxing names, and let's not forget the legendary Mike Tyson entered the scene in the early to mid 80s and turned boxing on its head and was a mega star and made boxing a mega sport. And finally, old school doesn't really love wrestling today, but I did in the 80s. Vince McMahon was wrestling essentially 70s into the 80s, and once Hulk Hogan arrived, the WF really took off and their competition was initially the georgia southern wrestling league which then became the awa which ultimately was the wcw run by jim crockett and ted turner um and i was fortunate that i grew up in jersey where we had cable before most people and i remember watching turner broadcasting in the early 80s and the great names of the wcw like rick flair sting lex luger the Road Warriors, and the Anderson Brothers. So wrestling was at its 
apex in the 80s for me. And then in 91, they all merged together. And um, Ric Flair and Sting joined Hulk Hogan and all the greats from the WWF, which then eventually became the WWE. So that is my quick take for today. In Dan Old School Green's opinion, the 1980s were the best year for sports. Love to hear your thoughts. Reach out to me at DMG Teach and uh, let me know which era was your favorite. Till next time, be well, stay safe, and enjoy your sports. <laughs>